On God with Jim Peters, with co-host Tony, Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. The story so far. Jesus was born in the town of Nazareth in Galilee. He was born by the Virgin Mary and conceived by the Holy Spirit, so he didn't have the sinful human nature. Jesus was completely pure and righteous throughout his life. He hadn't ever committed a single sin. Joseph was the earthly father of Jesus. He was a humble, self-sacrificing man who cared deeply about obeying God and was faithful to the law. Jesus was a carpenter and as such worked hard to provide for his family, doing what he could to help Jesus grow in wisdom and stature. It is thought that Jesus, is, Jesus started his, ministry, his public ministry at some point after Joseph's death. His public ministry lasted three and a half years, in which he and his apostles traveled around Galilee and Judea. He healed the sick, performed miracles, cast out demons, taught about God, and only did good deeds. Some people were amazed and thought he was a prophet. Some people believed he was the son of God. Real problems with the empire started with the Lazarus incident. The Lazarus Incident. Mm -hmm. Lazarus was a friend of Jesus, along with his sisters, Mary and Martha. Lazarus grew sick, and his sisters sent for Jesus to come to Bethany where they lived. Mm -hmm. Jesus, however, stayed where he was preaching for an additional couple of days, and Lazarus died. Jesus did not arrive in Bethany until four days after Lazarus had passed away. Well, I have a question. Yes. Why was Jesus so late? Because he knew that Lazarus would die before he was able to get to Bethany. Ah. So he finished his work in the place where he was. Mm -hmm. So when Jesus got to Bethany, he went to the place of Lazarus's tomb. He had men roll away the stone from the opening. And then he shouted, Lazarus, come out. The crowd <laughs> Around the tomb was shocked when the dead man hobbled out of the cave. Wait, 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 wait. So he just performed a miracle in front of a crowd of people. Like, what if they, they probably just, like, saw him walk up to there, yell at him, and think, he, he's just crazy, crazy guy. Ah. Just yelling, dead guy, come out. And then he just walks out. Yep, and he walks out, still wrapped in the burial clothes, so he really couldn't walk. Because his <laughs> legs were bound up, so he had to do, like, doop, 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 doop. Like, hobbled out. Yep, Exactly. Okay, now, many who saw this miracle believed in Jesus, but others reported it to the religious leaders. Understandably so. It was this miracle that sealed Jesus' fate with the Pharisees and the rulers. From that day on, they plotted to take his life, because now Jesus was too dangerous. Mm -hmm. He was taking up all the popularity. They, these leaders, they just couldn't have him posing a threat to them. It was not only the life of Jesus that Jewish leaders conspired to take, but that of Lazarus too. Bam, bam, bam. Because many of the Jews were going over to Jesus and believing in him. News travels fast and many people wanted to see the man who had been raised from the dead. 
Alarmed, the Pharisees called a meeting of the Sanhedrin, the the ruling body of Israel. Most likely, Lazarus was telling everyone about his experience over and over again, which resulted in the desperate decision of the Pharisees, which is, Lazarus Lazarus must must die die again. Again. (laughs) I wanted to kill him again. (laughs) Maybe he'll stay dead this time. (laughs) Jesus is going to come back, perform another miracle. You got to kill him again after that. We got to get rid of, we got to get rid of Jesus, but we got to get rid of the evidence. So we'll get rid of Lazarus too. In the darkened minds of the temple leaders, Lazarus was the latest evidence of Jesus's claim to be the Messiah had to go as well. Mm-hmm. Now that we know what pushed the Jewish leaders over the edge, let's talk about somebody who was instrumental in helping them. Tony, you know who Judas is? Yeah, he was the um, the apostle that betrayed Jesus. That's right. Why did Judas betray Jesus? I think it's really hard to understand because what he did was something really big, right? Yeah. But, and he didn't really have a really good reason for doing it. And Jesus gave him so much. Yeah, I think. So, so if Jesus gave him so much and he wasn't getting that much out of it, why would he do it? Huh. I think it was because, I think he was just, generally like a greedy guy and i don't think i think that he didn't realize they were going to arrest him i think he i thought i feel like i remember hearing that he was just going to like give them his location i didn't i feel like i remember hearing that like that he wasn't intending on jesus's arrest but that he would just go like tell him where he is and they give him some money which is just standard motivation money okay you think it was all about money Yes, I think it was greed. You think it was greed, and you think that Judas didn't think that anything really bad would happen to him. Yeah, I don't think he thought anything of it. I thought he was just like, tell him where he is, and they'll just like, I don't know, like, have a a nice conversation, because it's Jesus, he's peaceful, he's the preacher of God, like, of course he'd want to peacefully talk things out, and in the end his arrest is peaceful too, he doesn't protest or anything. Jesus had to die... To save us from our sins so we could gain entry into heaven. Yeah, he had to die so that we could go to heaven. And he kind of knew, and he knew that this was coming. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't anything, it was something that he actually expected. So you're saying you think Judas was a bad guy. I don't, I'm not saying that. I think Judas, firstly, I do think Judas was greedy. He seems just like a generally greedy guy, like money driven. Okay. But also, I feel like we're not getting the full bit of the story. I feel like it's oversimplified because... I genuinely believe that he didn't realize that they were going to arrest him and kill him. I think he was just like telling them a, like a meeting place or a location where Jesus would be. Okay. I truthfully believe that. I I don't think he intended on his arrest. Now let me ask you this: if he was if he was a greedy guy and not a good guy, wouldn't Jesus have known that and not have picked him for an apostle? No, Jesus. Jesus is Jesus. Right. He would have always, all along, like Jesus, like at the Last Supper, you said, he, he predicted that he was going to betray him. He knew this. He knew that this would lead to the events that would lead to him eventually dying to redeem us from our sins. Is okay. Jesus. Here's the bigger, tough question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Judas was a bad guy when Jesus, when Jesus chose him to be an apostle? 
Um, no, I don't think he was. No, because Jesus no. wouldn't have Jesus wouldn't have chosen a bad guy. So like Jesus wouldn't have gone. Oh, well, yeah. we got these eleven good guys and this one bad guy. Yeah, I right? think you know what I think it's a fair point. Like he joins Jesus. He's the like basically the he's the pseudo treasurer of for like the Group. for Jesus's yeah for the apostles. That could have gone to his head. He's like, oh my gosh, I am literally like the treasurer for God essentially. So I think like that could go to your head and that could like make you make decisions that you wouldn't make normally. So I think one of the big things that people think happened to Judas was that when he was called as an apostle, Judas was a good guy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But over time, he stopped being such a, he stopped being such a good guy because he didn't have as much faith and his faith didn't grow the way the other apostles' faith grew. Huh. I wonder if he like wasn't there to witness like any of the like miracles Jesus very visibly performed in and front that, of the other apostles. And that's why this and that's why this is really hard to understand because he was there when he saw all the miracles and stuff. So how his faith didn't get stronger and stronger like the other apostles yeah, but mean... got weaker and weaker so that when the devil tempted him Mm-hmm. You know, to go to the chief priest to go and betray Jesus, that he fell into that, how he fell into that trap. Yeah, from what I, but Judas is a very complex, like, person. Like, yeah. He was very complex. Like, we, we don't even fully know, like, his right. intentions, like, all yeah. of this stuff. It's so, it's interesting to think about. Yep. It seems that Judas didn't, Judas's faith didn't grow the same way the apostles didn't. And that's why when he was tempted by the devil, he fell into that trap and betrayed Jesus. So what does that tell you about all of us? So there's a lesson in this for all of us. I think a good lesson to learn from this is to just to always have faith. Always have faith in God, right? And to watch out for when your faith seems to be fading. Yeah, your faith is waning. Or something. And then when it is, go talk to somebody. Go to church. Right. Go talk to somebody that you trust and say, hey, you know, you know, go grab a cheeseburger with somebody you trust and say, <laughs> you know, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe go... you can grab a cheeseburger and look in the mirror in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can and you can go see what's going on with your faith and try it and, and you kind of catch it and you try and build it up again. Yeah. All right. So I think this was our our story of, of the complex Judas. Yeah, the complex Judas story. I was going to say I think we've beaten Judas to death, but I don't think that would quite be I don't think that would quite be appropriate. So maybe nope. we should maybe we should stop hanging around on this Judas topic <laughs> and just move on to something else. <laughs> so, after Judas betrayed Jesus, Jesus was taken before the high priests and the ruling council of Israel and they drew up charges and demanded that he be condemned to death. And then they brought him in chains to Pilate. Pilate knew that he didn't deserve to die, but wasn't willing to put his political career at risk to save an innocent Jesus. So he went and condemned Jesus to death. Death on a cross. Crucifixion. Yes. And he was crucified. Mm Mm-hmm. With two thieves, one on his right and one on his left. Two petty thieves? No, they, they actually deserved what they got. But one of them, 
the good thief, recognized that Jesus was the Messiah and asked him to forgive his sins and said that Jesus had done nothing wrong and didn't deserve this and said that and asked forgiven his sins and be, and be brought to heaven. And Jesus said that he would do that. Nice. Now, remember we were saying that the apostles had all taken off? Yep. When Jesus was being crucified, who was around? Was Peter there? Was it Judas Iscariot? No. Judas Iscariot, the traitor, mm-hmm. went and hung himself in a field. Oh. So oh. Wow. he was dead. So, okay. so he wasn't there. Was Peter there? Yes. No. Peter had just denied Jesus three times and kind of disappeared. Was James there? No. One of the other sleeping beauties when Jesus was praying on the mountain. (laughs) He wasn't there. Was John there? Yes. Yes, he was there. Yay! (laughs) Four times the charm. (laughs) Okay. What about the other seven apostles? Oh, dear God. Uh, (laughs) About the other eight apostles. Yeah, there's 11 by now. Definitely all there. They were definitely all not, not there. there. <laughs> so we have John. Just John. At the foot of the cross with John was Jesus' mother. Mary. Right. And at a distance, there was Mary Magdalene. There was Mary, the mother of James the Lesser and Joseph, the wife of Clovis, mm-hmm. who was Mary's sister. Mary, ah. the mother of God's sister. So Mary, her sister, Mary Magdalene. A lot of Marys here. A lot of Marys. And Salome, ah. who is the wife of Zebedee and the mother of James who took off. And John, who was standing at the at the bottom of the cross. Ah. Other women who were there was Veronica. Oh, yeah. She was the one with the cloth that wiped right. Jesus' face. Who wiped Jesus' face before he got there. After Jesus died... I think we all know what happened here. Joseph of Arimathea mm-hmm. went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Uh-huh. And then they went and took Jesus off the cross. They put him in the they put him in the tomb and they sealed it. It looks like at this point, who won? It's kinda not looking like Jesus won. It's kind of look so the story at the end of the Empire Strikes Back is Jesus is dead laying in a tomb with guards around him. Mm-hmm. One of the apostles is dead. One of the apostles is with his mother. The other ten are nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. This does not look like... Does not look like a very favorable situation. Yes. Especially for Jesus, who was dead. The Didn't empire it? struck back against all of these things with Jesus taking all the popularity, and they just they weren't having that, so they struck back. So it looks like the empire got its revenge on Jesus. Mm-hmm. But wait, the story is not over. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll have to tune in next time for our next episode, which is the return of the Son of God, Christ. Christ. Same thing. (laughs) It's not the return of the Jedi. It's the return of the Christ. Mm -hmm. That's it for this episode of The Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Tony and I will see you for the return of the Christ. In the next podcast episode. Take care and God bless.